You're listening to Comedy Central. Some people marry for love. Some people marry for stability. And some people never marry at all. Well, I'm the first bachelor to run for president in like forever. You know, I'm not married. The last time I checked, there was nothing in the Constitution or at the White House said single people need not apply. Yes, how could a person marry when he's hopelessly devoted to the greatest love of his life? Political power. This is the Daily Showography of Lindsey Graham, Married to the Game. Lindsey Olin Graham grew up in the tiny town of central South Carolina. His parents owned a restaurant that was also a pool hall, that was also a bar and a liquor store, that was also the home they lived in. It could basically be whatever people wanted it to be, the perfect environment for raising a politician. At the age of nine, Lindsay started working at the family bar. One of his jobs, taking phone calls from concerned wives looking for their drunk husbands. It taught him a valuable lesson, that it's okay to lie if you're protecting the interests of powerful men. Young Lindsay also saw firsthand the ugly reality of segregation in the South, in that his parents' bar participated in it. When I was a kid, African-Americans would come in and buy the beer to go. And I remember asking my parents, why was that? And they said, that's just the way it is. That was another lesson. When you see injustice anywhere, at any time, you can just say, whatever, and move along. Then in his teenage years, like most boys his age, Lindsay developed strange new urges, an uncontrollable lust for political power. Classmates remember him saying, I want to be governor, and also, let me out of this locker. After becoming the first in his family to graduate college, Graham joined the armed forces, where he would serve six and a half years in the Air Force as a lawyer. In a lot of ways, Graham charted a path similar to American icon Tom Cruise. Bartender, lawyer, member of the Air Force, but as a lawyer. And all with the grace and style of a Southern vampire. And of course, he's secretly very short. During his time in the Air Force, Graham fell into a love affair with a Lufthansa flight attendant named Sylvia. But sadly, it was not to be. That was probably the best time in my life. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's got a story. A lot of people have had it worse than I have, but check it out at lindsaygram.com. It's true what they say about heartbreak. You can check it out at lindsaygram.com. And although breakups are never easy, it gave Graham the opportunity to rekindle his passion with an old flame, ambition. In 1994, Graham was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. And like most relationships, his early years with Congress were absolutely consumed with sex, specifically the sex life with Bill Clinton. I'm having to judge Bill Clinton based on evidence and much of it is about sex. The definition of sex, colored by sex. Sex, sex. Sexual relations, sex, sex, sex. Sexual, sex, sex, sex. This is not all about sex, oral sex. Lindsey Graham was horny for justice. No adulterous president was gonna lie and abuse their power on his watch, at least for another few years. The fledgling Graham made a name for himself, prosecuting the impeachment of President Clinton. And after eight hot and heavy years in the House, he was finally ready to settle down for a long-term commitment with the U.S. Senate. And no wedding would be complete without the best man. 
Graham and Senator John McCain were the best of friends, united by their shared love of fiscal conservatism, straight talk, and a desire to bomb the Middle East back to the Stone Age. I believe those who are calling for withdrawal have the obligation to tell us what we do in the region when it descends into chaos, as my friend Lindsey Graham just said. Well, I think Senator McCain nailed it. Aw, they went searching for WMDs, but they found their BFF. With Iraq solved permanently, Graham and his political spouse were finally ready to co-ascend to the most powerful office in the land. But when they were foiled by an even more radical Hussein, Graham became despondent. He knew that he would treat power so much better than that cad Obama. So he made his move. I'm Lindsey Graham, and I'm running for president of the United States. Yes, Lindsey Graham was single and ready to mingle. With voters, he turned the White House into his bachelor pad. First thing I'm gonna do is president. We're gonna drink more. And the media was fascinated with his roguish lifestyle. So it's date, marry, or make disappear forever. Hillary Clinton, Carly Fiorina, or Sarah Palin. Who are you marrying? Carly, cause she's rich. Hell yeah, playa, secure that bag. Graham's goal was in sight. His marriage to the game was thriving. But if there's one man who knows how to ruin a marriage, it's Donald Trump. This guy, Lindsey Graham, you have a guy, he's one of the dumbest human beings I've ever seen. The guy is a nut job. I could push him over with a little thimble. Boom. He called me four years ago, three, four years ago, and he gave me his number, and I found the card. I wrote the number down. I don't know if it's the right number. Let's try it. 202. 228. 0292. That's right, Trump hated Graham so much, he did something he never does, give out factual information. Graham's presidential hopes were demolished. Watching his beloved walk away with a much richer, more famous man, he had only one option left, to warn the nation about the dysfunctional relationship it was about to get itself into. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. Donald Trump is a political car wreck. He's a jackass. You know how you make America great again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. I think he's a kook. I think he's crazy. I think he's unfit for office. Yes, Graham saw that Donald Trump was as unfit for office as he was for a book club, a dance-off, an obstacle course, tennis shorts, or literally anything he did in his life. Graham did everything he could to stop the wedding between Donald Trump and America. But if he couldn't ultimately succeed, then goddammit, he would give up harder than anyone had ever given up before. President Trump deserves the Nobel Peace Prize and then some. What concerns me about the American press is this endless, endless attempt to label the guy as some kind of kook, uh, not fit to be president. No, I don't think he's a xenophobic, race-baiting, religious bigot. I really, really like the president. He's been a great commander-in-chief. I am all in. Keep it up, Donald. I'm sure you're watching. If you don't like me working with President Trump to make the world a better place, I don't give a shit. Graham's political instincts had kicked in. If staying in the game meant joining a grifter personality cult, well, that was just another thing he'd have in common with Tom Cruise. Why did Lindsey Graham align himself so tightly with Donald Trump? Because he's Lindsey Graham. That's what he does. I know how the game's played, and I don't give a damn. Yes, Graham wasn't off the Trump train. It was more like one of those tourist buses that you can get off and then get back on whenever it's convenient for you. Which is why the one thing we know is that whatever the future holds, Lindsey Graham will be there, always doing the most politically expedient thing to serve himself. Always.
married to the game. Life is what it is. You know, I can't answer all the mysteries of life, but I feel good about Lindsey Graham. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.